My comrades. This is double O deep. This is double O deep. That I can't do a Russian accent. <laughs> this is double O. God, I can't do them either. I can do German. This is double O deep. We are, I guess, in Berlin, <laughs> not Russia. <laughs> uh, well, from Berlin with love. From East Berlin with love. <laughs> get, oh my gosh. Get the, the, get the refrain. Ah, there we go. You can do a good belly dance to this song. You, you can, but I won't. Uh, but what I will do is say, everyone, thank you for joining us here at Double O Deep Dive, Pop Culture Pro's home for everything. James Bond, 007, uh, going, going strong, second one in into the, uh, the Sean Connery run. I want to thank you for joining us, whether you're joining us live on the feed, on the Facebook, on the YouTube, whether you're joining us Memorex on the YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever it is. Thank you so much for spending some time and bonding over bond uh, with Ginny and I. Ginny, how are you? With me as always, my my partner in crime, my the 006 to my 007. Ginny, the best darn Bond girl on PCP. I how think are so. you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Is this is a great movie. When I told you, I've not seen it all the way through ever. I've only seen scenes of it and kind and just wild. are familiar with it. So this was pretty great. This is a that's why like I I'm I'm so jealous that you got to see this like fully for the first time. Yeah. No spoilers. Uh, like no, yeah. you know, no, no reading up on it beforehand. Right, right. And this is a forgettable one. Like I think this is a sleeper one. This is one where like you don't you don't get stoned with your friends and go, <laughs> yo, let's put on for Russia with love. You know, like you do that in your college dorm, it's Goldfinger or it's a Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh yeah. Or where it's uh you know um license to kill it's it's you, you don't go over one of these but this it's such a good movie it's classy it's classy <clears throat> i think it's super classy um all right so let's get into it the yeah. the second of the uh, Sean Connery installments we see a lot of uh, a lot of tropes being built again through the franchise we get our first cold open yes which Ginny... Remind me, is this the only cold open we've seen that does not feature James Bond 007 in it? Ever? Like so far in our travels? So far in our travels. Like I don't remember what's coming. That Thunderball, I, I'm that's yeah. a black pit for me. I know. I don't know anything. I don't remember anything about Thunderball. But like as far as we've gotten, like definitely not like Craig has been in all of his. Yeah. Brosnan was in all of his. I'm willing to bet, even though there is that The Living Daylights, which is like, I always forget. I think that was our, jo our running joke about <laughs> like, amnesia. I think he's in both of those. Yeah. And I definitely, I would lay money that we get Roger Moore in every uh, one of every those. Every one of them. Opens. That's a great point. Um, uh, no, no, no. Maybe again until we get to the next ones. Yeah. I mean, maybe Thunderball. But so far, I think this is the, the only one. And we get like Sean Connery in the best Sean Connery rubber mask. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. I that was that was pretty crazy to me because I was like, where are we? Where are we going? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is like this is like the Jason. Yeah, are you putting it that way? This is the Jason. This is like the Friday the Thirteenth Part Five of the Bond franchise in terms right. of their openings. Where it's not really Jason. It's not really right. James Bond. <laughs> 
It's just someone in a rubber mask. <laughs> it's it's just, it's this just. Is, it's Mission Impossible levels of yes. good rubber mask, which is my yes. favorite technology. That 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 was kind of awesome. Uh, so yeah, the cold open is Bond, quote unquote, because it's someone in the Sean Connery Bond mask is being hunted by. Uh, we'll find out his name is Grant Shaw. But you guys will know. No, no. Uh, his name is Robert Shaw. His name is Grant. Um, uh, uh, Rush, not Rush. Uh, Rat, I, do, I, I, I just wrote Grant. I call. I keep calling him Robert Shaw in my notes. No, I did. I did too. Actually, it's, uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's Grant. Yeah, Red Grant. Red Grant. Grant. Uh, and and so if, for those of you who like have seen this movie and don't remember, because Ginny and I were just talking about it off uh, before we started. Uh, we never remember he's in this, and he's Quint from Jaws. Mm-hmm. Like Quint. he is the most iconic character in Jaws. And I think I, th- I think I thought, okay, I know Robert Shaw. He's like a very drunk um, character actor who's like Irish, he and he's not in this. He's very. It's like only ten years. Maybe I'm wrong. Post Jaws, how young yeah, was Jaws? He? He is seventy six. Okay, so maybe not that. I don't know. But he, the thing is, though, I think this, here's my, my theory. I don't know. I, I'm not a Robert Shaw expert. I haven't done any research. Mm-hmm. But I think he ages a lot because he hits the drink a lot worse. Yeah, like, well, he's, yeah, he's like a, a, what's it, you know, like a Peter O'Toole or a, those like great um, drunk character right. act, sort of of their right. time. Yeah. Which is what um, I, I don't know. He's like fit. And they keep saying his character, he's the henchman, is a fit guy. Yes. And he's like a 1960s fit where you're sucking it in. Yeah, yeah. You see <laughs> that when, when Cleb gives him, we'll get to it, but when Cleb, give, Cleb gives him the punch and you see him sucking it in. <laughs> it's like it's like that, my favorite 1940s body where you weren't muscular. You were like oh, I, a normal guy and you just like tucked it in a little bit. I love that. I, I wish I lived in the 60s. And I could look, I could say this as a straight white man. I'd be, if you drop me anywhere in history, I'll be just fine, right? I'm a straight white man. We always land on our feet. <laughs> but like I like I would love to live in a society where like a dad bod plus. You want that positivity. Yeah. Yeah, right. I just I just want to be like, man, I'm so disgusting. Look, like I I watched Robert Shaw and I went, he's yo, he's more he's more strapped than me, but like He's got a bit of something in the gut. You know, I don't yeah. feel so bad. Oh, totally. Like, and he's not going to take care. You don't have to take care of yourself post like oh. 45, you know? You, Just do whatever you, the hell you want. You smoke and drink and then that's what society <laughs> wants of you, you know? Right, right. And that makes you more attractive uh-huh. somehow. That's, a, that's like a, a, a rite of passage. That's like a, an honor, an like a, you know, to, amongst the young. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we get like like as I wrote in my notes, bleach blonde, baby face, sexy as hell, Quint. Yeah, yeah. And he hunts down Bond, and it's actually a really cool scene. And if you don't know it, like if like Ginny, did you suspect? Did you like? Did you know this part no. of it? Like, no, no. So you thought at first he was actually hunting Bond. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh cool. So this is like a little like. Because I knew it was, I was like Robert. Okay, so they know each other, or this is like a game, or he's like a double agent. Um, or something or like he's he's a because he's British he's Irish but he's like you know English so I thought maybe they like know each other um no that was weird I was I was like hyper focused too and like Sean Connery's playing it um very uh, oblivious I guess and and yeah Connery keeps having these looks where he's like he's got his gun he's just like and then he's like "Hmm, (laughs) oh well and keeps walking away (laughs) like you know 
Um, but yeah, so he, he usually he gets him with the garrote. I love a good killing with a garrote in these movies. You don't see it often enough. Um, and he kills him. And then like all these lights go on. It's a testing facility. And the head guy comes out and he's like, good job. You killed him in a minute and 52 seconds. <laughs> and then, and that's our cold open, man. Yeah. And then they take the Sean Connery mask off. I love and it's, it. It's someone who does not have even the slightest bone structure of Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the it's the uh, Russian technology, and we don't know what they have, and we you know we don't know, we don't know and we and we certainly don't know now, like with that what mask technology they have. We know they're developing it. I'm sure. Look, I I think honestly we need to get on that mask technology. If we let the Russians have mask technology, and we don't have mask technology that is as as good or mm-hmm. better. We're gonna have a Russian invasion, like the scrolls in the Marvel universe. Yeah, we we this is why we're neglecting we're we're neglecting prosthetics and practical makeup for CGI. Right. And America shouldn't be doing that. We should be putting the funding into um, masks, <laughs> mask right. work, and so, masks. so we can beat the Russians. Exactly, the <laughs> 60s all over again. Let's go. I mean, you're not that far off. G. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so much testing facilities in this. I was I love a good testing facility, like I, evil I do testing too. facility. I do too. And there are a bunch of them. You see, like you you at some point when Cleb, like we'll get to it, but when Cleb comes to pick up uh, Grant and she's walking through, and you just see like evil henchmen testing their guns, evil henchmen throwing shit, <laughs> doing combat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Um, but that that's the cold open, and then it just goes right into From Russia with Love. But it's not. It's not the one I played. I played the one because that's like the song. The end, yeah. Right? And it's at the end. And that comes through like a bunch of times. Like we hear it in uh, throughout. But like the, um, it's a sort of an up-tempo, more bossa nova maybe. Like from Russia with Love. It's definitely like, or maybe a belly dance. I don't know. Yeah. But it's definitely, a, it's definitely a bit more up-tempo. And it's definitely got a bit more beat. The one they use in for the, the credits. Yeah. Um, and you have to because we have like a fun, we have fun imagery now. And I guess they yeah. just stuck with it post post from Russia with Love. Like again, like the theme of we have a theme of belly dancers. I'm sure that's in the novel. So it has to, which is it very is. titillating and very you know. Awesome. It is that that whole gypsy scene is in the novel. That's well, I mean that's like crazy though because i have thoughts about that <laughs> I, was I, do, I... I do i do too and and, and I, again i should actually apologize i use the word gypsy i know it's romani i'm quoting the movie i don't mean to be disrespectful if there's any romani listeners yeah, but they they're, they're using the gypsy word every yeah. up, up or the down book left, i'm sure right? just used it because that's oh no 100 100 like the, that scene is almost the only thing that the only thing that that scene does that the book doesn't is it gives bond those two women as his slaves for a day That's... and the book the book doesn't do that oh doesn't it okay no. <laughs> that that whole like look i i don't want to ruin it we'll get to it when we get to that scene but bond, i mean the bond of the novel falls in love with a lot of women and seems to like take a lot of like because he's not he's a single man and he's not getting tied down re- well really but he's not like you know yeah hitting up with like three well, that, women you know what i mean that's the thing like the joke the, of the bond in this these movies is not the bond in the book. The bond in the book falls in love with women or it's like 
hey, you're sexy. Hey, you're sexy. Consensual? Consensual. Yes. All right, let's do it. You know, like Bond's not like pushing women down and going, oh, you'll like it when I'm in shiny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is there butt smacking? Because there was butt smacking in this, in this movie. I, I, there isn't. There is. But I will tell you, I will tell you, I wrote something down. I don't know where it is. That's why I'm just going to bring it up here because we're going to get be talking about James Bond in a second. He orders breakfast. Yes. Of like figs and juice or some and, shit. And yogurt. It's like a diet that I would That's try. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Figs, figs yogurt. yogurt. And no, and coffee black. Black I coffee. And I, I listened to that and I went, uh-uh, this is the most unrealistic thing from the book. Because my James Bond in the book would take that coffee, but he would then order like, I would like three eggs poached. I would like some bacon crisp. Make sure there's some dark on. Like, because I told you, this guy, our, our boy Ian Fleming loves loves oh. to describe food. food and james bond like loves to eat rich stuff oh uh, yeah because you're gonna die i mean you could die any note i think that's a great point and his drink is very specific and i mean like at least does he drink it shaken not stirred in the novel yeah well if it, it it starts off in casino royale as as the casino royale actually which we talked about from the movie which they did include in the movie the drink like that's what he drinks and okay. then once they start making movies, that's when it becomes like the movies definitely influence the books afterward, which we'll talk more in Thunderball when we get to it, because that's okay. where the big shift happens. But like he goes from drinking the Casino Royale and then they start being interested in movies and it starts to become uh, vodka shaken, not stirred. And and part of it, if, I, if I'm if i remembering like a documentary I saw a while, way while back, part of it had to do with the fact is they had um the, the movie studios had a deal with like stoli or whatever the vodka company was yeah so yeah originally he drank that weird gin vodka concoction that i don't even think i would drink <laughs> yeah and, and you know what that means jenny you you know me well I, right you, you put your foot down that's <laughs> right gin and vodka Look, mix come on I, even i gotta say no sometimes <laughs> um no um, so yeah I mean, so we we get the credits credits right and so we get uh the the big the um it's literally like lights mm -hmm. i like the it. names I like the lights. yeah i yep. did too it's the credits and lights on just like parts of women belly dancing yep. their legs yep, the their belly their back um i thought it was like super sexy but like not overtly weirdly like creepy like at times mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. some of these do like we just see half naked women in water shooting at each other it's like all right this is kind of and that's weird. also the art form of what this is so it's not like girls just in water like wiggling in like the 70s Ooh. it's like this is the because the, it's like i like was watching the belly dancing scene going man this is the coolest like I was like, God, I forgot like how like awesome like and like could you just imagine like just the disjointedness of moving your hips and like the little part of your belly like is a little roll. I thought that was so cool. And I was like, it's kind of I mean, so there's a purpose, at least in the opening. It's an art for form sure. to dance. It's literally it's like tap dancing. For sure. And I, I was watching the belly dancing scene going, yes, this is 100 percent sexy. But also this is like even if it wasn't, I'd still be intrigued. Yeah, it's authentic. I mean, I don't know who that dancer was, but it's authentic. It's like it's very yeah. Like it's and I can't do her movements. And then she's doing just the belly rolls, and she's got the castanets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, which played a big part of it. And she's moving almost like a disjointed serpent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I know. I, it was great. Yeah, and they're appreciating it. I, just, I don't know. It's just the, I was like watching that, just like it's going like that's just like so so cool. Was like of course it's like beautiful, gorgeous, and like you know. But I was like, yeah, I was just like that art form is like gorgeous. I was like, man. 
It really is. Uh, you know what? We should have more belly dancing. We should. I would love to. You know, God, classes. Where are the classes? There's ballroom That's dancing. True. Where's more belly That's dancing? True. Although, did, did I ever tell you this, Ginny? My, my dream has always been to learn how to tango. Well, yeah, that's that's. And the... I've I've taken some classes. I'm not bad at dancing. I just happen like I, you know I I have a messed up foot, so it's hard for me to do it for too long. But but that's my goal. Tango is you know. But maybe I should do belly dancing. No, well no. Well, tango's the best. Tango's a little <laughs> chiller. It's not like a crazy. It's a little bit like you just close to your partner, and you're just like that's true. Little little footwork, little footwork. It's awesome. That's very true. Something elaborate. Uh, so then we then we go to we open at the movie proper opens at this Russian chess match, yeah, which I do I do too, and I I'm watching this going again. Can I live in the time where like I'm a celebrity if I'm a fantastic chess player? You've <laughs> got to be literal fucking Terminators now to get any recognition as a, te- a chess That's player. True. It was that it was like that's like the Queen's Gambit and you're to be like a genius and it's like the you know of your time in the 60s. That's pretty pretty cool. Um, I think so. And then this guy's like, oh sorry, again. Well, no, I, I again these like little. I mean, I'm sure these are all from the book, but just like these character traits in hindsight. Yeah. I'm like, he's a so he's a chess player. Okay, interesting, like fascinating. And then Cleb is like just like a fem a female agent, like an elder though, like operative. Yeah, she you know? she's like she's like a head. She. Well, she was the head in the movie. She was the head of like some Russian intelligence organization. Uh, the book is slightly different. So, when should I get into the book? Should I get? Should I get into the book? I, I'm as more. Oh, so, a so we have our two. There are two like main baddies, but then there's like you know our big bad. But for the for like the movie version, it's number. Well, what do they call it? Like number number three? number three? Yeah, um, number three. And he's number five. The chess player is number five. Okay, it's number five. But I was like, it's very like James uh, Austin Powers. Like yes, clearly I... ripped off of this, yep. this movie. At, this movie a lot. Like, and at the end when like he has number five oh, yeah. killed. I like, was that... kind of laugh. I couldn't not like think about Austin Powers just like with the button, you know, I'll dismiss you. <laughs> right. I think it's, I think that's hysterical. And we get like, Blofeld, he's not named. Mm-hmm. He's number one. I guess he's not named, yeah. But we know, we as the watchers know is Blofeld because of the cat. Ah. Um, but Blofeld, not in the book. Okay. Uh, yeah, Blofeld again. I, Blofeld doesn't enter the books until Thunderball. That's why uh, Ian Fleming didn't own the rights to him. Because mm. he enters Dr. No. They mention him in Dr. No and he enters here. But he's not in any of the books. So Ian Fleming did not add that. And even if okay. he did, copyright laws work different for screenplays. So like, if, yeah. So if, if I wrote a novel, Ginny, and you took it and made a movie out of it and added a ton of characters, I would only own the characters in the novel that I gave you the rights to. Okay. Okay. You would own the other characters. You couldn't use them until I let you or until you like. Yes. You, it, you I would in. have to, I'd have to license them from you. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's and that's, that, that's why we lose Blofeld is because in th- after Thunderbolt, like after a certain point, uh, the uh, the people that they were working with who yeah, wrote right. the Thunderbolt, like he, he was like, no, oh, fuck you. You want to use these people and you, you kind of tried to screw me over? Nope, I'm just going to sit on them. Yeah, and then we had to we had to do that weird little scene. <laughs> yeah, <throwing him. laughs> that's right. When we threw him down a, a chimney stack. A <laughs> chimney um, and the plan. So here's the plan. And then after the plan, I'll, I'll tell you the book, because this is really where the biggest difference. 
the plan is is that Spectre is going to manipulate MI6 through via 007 and the Russian government to have 007 steal this Russian lector, which is just a MacGuffin. It's just like, you know, it's a code breaker that the Russians have. Um, that way that Spectre can get their hands on it and sell it back to Russia. Okay. So Fair. it's kind of a convoluted <laughs> plot, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's, a, it's a Spectre plot, yeah. right? The book, there is no Spectre. So in the book, oh. the it's Smirsh and the Russian government and this comes, this comes like midway through the series. So he's killed a bunch of people at this point. <laughs> and they're really pissed off and they really want to strike a blow at um, the, the, the English. Right. And so they, they, they call on the, this, they, they, the government taps the, the chess maker, who's the, the plan guy. They get Kleb involved. Kleb gets Tatiana Romanov. All that stuff happens. Um, there is literally like, a 20 page backstory on Shaw, Robert Shaw's character where how he's like an Irish boxer who went to the military, but he like, they, they talked about how he had these dealings on full moons. And the thing is like, he loves to, he likes to kill. He's a sadist. And on full moons, he goes out and murders people. Wow. And so like the, he was excommunicated and found himself working for the Russians, which he loved because they, they paid him well and, and fed him well and did, gave him whatever he wanted for him to kill for them, which he liked doing. Fair. <laughs> the, the plan is did, uh, the B plan in this, which is remember okay. when he gives the, the, when he gives 007 the, the role of film that he filmed when him and Tatiana had yeah. sex. Yeah. Like blackmail. So, yeah. So that was the plan. The plan was to lure 007 via Tatiana into this whole lecture business. Cause the okay. lecture is part of the book. Okay. But set it up so it looks like they were having an affair and he killed her and himself. Yeah. Like, that was the plan, to disgrace him and MI6. Okay, that's pretty, that's very simple. <laughs> yes, very, that's why there's all this other convoluted stuff. It's like, it's interesting, but it's not in the book. Because, it, well, then you make it, but then it, but then it's like they threw the convoluted stuff where I almost thought there was going to be more action. Like, they're I don't know, because if it was just a simple blackmail plot, it just got more personal because they did kind of fall in love. And then it's like, and he, you know, even like on Bond's face when they're telling him the blackmail plot, it's like, he seems to be like, this is gross and kind of like, I don't know. Or just like, he's like, really? You, you really, you guys are really just going to do this? This is so weird. And it's just <laughs> right? the way to off them and like fix their, fix their, you know, cut their, cut their, like, you know, cut, cut their ties loose or something. Um yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, what do you it's, think? No, I, I agree. Like, I mean, I think because I do love the convolutedness of Bond villains, especially in these early ones, like I appreciate this extra like, no, 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 it's a cat and mouse. And because I, I do like the scenes where Shaw's like, you know, sometimes he's screwing Bond over and sometimes he's like saving his life because yeah. he's all about the mission, the mission yeah, the lecture, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, I kind of like a lot of that, which isn't in the book. Uh, but there is something to be said about just like, now nah, we're just going to blackmail him and kill him. I know. That's <laughs> so, like, uh, it's very Clue, like the movie Clue, and they're just like, you know, it's always about blackmail and just, you yeah. know, getting the, getting the, just ruining, like, it's like disgracing people. But M, M like, knows it's like a, like, the, it, maybe it's, it's such a convoluted plot that M, like, calls it out. Doesn't he say, what's he say? He's like, this could, I, uh, he just, like, thinks it's, like, shady. 
Or he's yeah, like, this like, is probably like, you know, you're going into. <laughs> they both agree it's a trap. They right. both are like, it's a trap. Of course it is. Well, I should go. And you're booked on the next <laughs> flight. Like, and I kind of, yeah. I like that because when you get, you actually get to see the scene between number five and number three and Blofeld. And they're like, well, this is, they're obviously going to see it as a trap. And the chess mm-hmm. player is like, of course they are. If I know anything about the British is that they, when they see a trap, they take it as a challenge mm-hmm. and he's, he's a hundred percent right. Like, <laughs> like egos, everyone's egos. That's crazy. That's really, I, I think I prefer, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm more interested in the personal, that, well, not, I'm not more interested. I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Just maybe just keep it simple. And Yeah, but I, I, I agree with you because you didn't really need It's not cinematic. That. It's not cinematic at all. It's not cinematic. You you could have made some things to to cut out like the the, the specter, but I think that's what they were building toward. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. like we're watching like the the Bond CU, you know, like the MCU <laughs> in the Bond verse. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. you know, they were building towards something. So, uh, I you didn't need it, but I, I enjoyed it, so I'm not gonna fault it. Okay, that's, that's interesting. That's thought. crazy. So, I don't know if you clocked this, Jenny, but we did not get James Bond in this movie. For 18 minutes and three seconds. <clears throat> nope. No, not really. I mean, because we had a little bit of him, like his face. We had Sean the Connery. Face. Yeah, <laughs> but not Bond. What I'm here for? Uh, no. <laughs> that maybe the movie flies by. Again, the earlier it, ones go by really quick. They do. And it's again, we're under two hours. It was an hour yeah. 50, hour 55. Um, interesting thing. The reason he doesn't show up until 18 minutes into this movie is because he doesn't show up in the book for half the book. That's crazy. What are we? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Russians. So we get we're getting the the life and times of Robert Shaw's character Grant. Okay. We're getting the life and times of Tatiana Romanoff. Uh, we're getting her indoctrination uh, by Kleb. Cool. We're getting her being set up. We're getting her coming to Istanbul, and that guy. Um, uh, I, I wrote his name down. I don't remember it offhand, but Ali something or other. Yeah. He's yep. there. So like, we only get Bond when he's called into M's office and, and that, that, that whole thing is the same. It's like, she fell in love with your picture. Yeah. That, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, but, but again, that happens halfway through the book and then the adventure starts. Wow. Okay. My question for you, is Grant really interesting? Does he have a cool life or is he just like weird blood lusty or something? I mean, I didn't need all that Grant personally. Um, you know, I, I pictured Robert Shaw, so that was fun. But but again, like every, what I told you, he was a boxer and the he was an orphan and he became a boxer in the, boxer. the Royal Navy cool. or the Royal Military, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he he wins a bunch of things and he, I think he kills someone in the ring and then he they start to investigate him. It's like who cares? Like I, I'm not I'm not saying who cares. I, I, it was interesting at the time. I wasn't yeah. like falling asleep. In the view of this movie, uh, doesn't matter. You don't need all that. No. You just need to know that he's a killer. You get more of her back, and I, I assume her backstory is similar, the same. It's I don't know why abs- it would be, or more like there's more information because she's just pretty simple. She's like, "What how many lovers have you had?" And and that's it. That's in the book because that whole weird thing about like, and, and it, she, Cleb pushes it more in the book. She's like, "Well, even if you didn't like him, if State told you to do this, right, you do it. You, you do it." Um, she doesn't outright threaten her in the book and say, like, you won't leave here alive if you don't do it. It's like, it's 60s communist Russia. 
it's not a question. You're going to do it, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I think that's, you know, that's part of why Ro uh, Romanov's um, actual falling in love with James Bond and defecting makes sense is for both reasons. It's because she's doing it under duress. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the, the, interest, the most interesting thing they left out is that she was a distant relative of the Romanovs. Like the, the well, Russian. oh, okay. yeah, and they talk about how she had to work extra hard in the party to overcome that stigma because obviously the communists overthrew the Romanovs yeah. and were happy with them. Uh, she had a lot more scrutiny, and that's actually, I believe, that's why she's picked for this job because she had to really prove herself to be one of the most loyal party members. So they figured they could count on her to do this. That's kind of crazy. There's like parallels with her character and I think triple X a little bit. Yeah. I, I can got, see that. You know, I think those, I don't know. There's something a little similar about these movies. I just wish there would be more. Cause I was like, Oh, what a, yes. We had like a female, like, you know, she, like she's a, she's in the army. Uh, like she's in the military and I'm like we're gonna get like a little bit more action I didn't remember <laughs> I, I don't really remember her character and then it gets it falls she just becomes kind of fun <laughs> like silly yeah yeah <laughs> once she becomes with Jane once they get on that train and like once her once she gets with Bond she is kind of silly and I she personally just, her personality all becomes about Bond. <laughs> it, no, it really does. And I, I I'm this is one thing I'm gonna fault the movie for, but I'm also gonna fault the book for it. Um it doesn't delineate enough for me what she's faking and what she's really feeling. I agree. I was a I was so <clears throat> confused when they were just like I thought, okay, you're gonna you're gonna fall in love with him. I was like, okay, she's gonna like seduce him. And then no, she genuinely he like has the right like instinct where he like doesn't trust her and he's like, okay, she's yeah. gonna seduce me. And then Emma's like, she loves you, and he's like, Yeah, right. I, I don't know. He doesn't right. you know, she would then she's genuinely like, I'm in love with you, I'm in love with you, and he's still kind of like, Okay, right. But then she's totally all about she's like, let's go to London together. We're like Let's yeah. like let's make love a bunch of times. I'm like, what are you, what is your deal? And then and then he kind of just falls into it. He's into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, uh, beautiful. Yeah, right. Of, of course. Why why wouldn't you want to marry the first? Like you know, what? You, <laughs> you've never like, met you're a the beautiful most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, what are we doing you're, here? You said that to Honey Ryder, like not a, not one of the movie back, but have you forgotten, Honey? <laughs> she was the best. <laughs> right. She was the coolest. <laughs> But that's really my only nitpick is that uh, because yeah. I do feel it just there are definitely times where she's like, I love you. And he's like, yeah, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. You love she me. Like, it, though, I guess. But but at, at some point she starts to mean it. And I don't know when that's that, that's supposed to be. But again, same thing happens in the book. There's like, no turn where she's like, wait a minute. This is this actually is I like this. You know, there is none of that. And. That just must shame. be like a, a, a like a poetic lyrical sort of like you know she fall in love with him like not even just oh seduce him it's like better if it's like oh she falls in love like you were gonna right. you know, I don't know like it's more personal it's more personal yeah and, and I think that's what they were trying for and and again look I'm not uh, all cards on the table I love this movie I'm not uh, I you've just gotten my one negative thing I'm gonna say about it so I don't that's even a, care that's a great point that was like exactly what I was thinking I was like what? What are her cards? That's you know, but that, that's interesting. Okay, and she's also a Romanoff. Fascinating. And yeah, which I think that's cool. Um, all right, so let's get into Bond. What did you think of this incarnation of James Bond? What we see. <laughs> uh, all of my notes negative, say charming. 
Very true. Uh, what's he say? Oh my God, I have like all of his lines that are just charming. Connery loves his bonds. What does he say with um when he walks in after he has a kid, his girlfriend that he's like um hanging out with earlier, and then they're like, "Come on in," and he's on the phone with Money Penny. And the girlfriend's like, "Just stay a half hour." Oh, and I running love that. Late. I love all of that, and I love when he walks in and he just like the door. It's M and Money Penny are just behind the door, and he throws his hat on the hook. Yeah, and he doesn't know M is there, and he's like, "And for my next miracle," and M is he just shuts up when he sees M. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, oh my god, so charming. I wrote that, and then I wrote, what is the next thing? Because he's, um, gosh, I don't know. He could just say, what does he say when they're talking about like if she's in love with you, and he's like, oh, he's unless like, she's uh, mental or something. That, like, that was it. He's like, I, I, I can't imagine that someone would just look at someone's picture and, and be in love. And Emma's like, well, it happens uh, with celebrities all the time. And he goes, yes, but uh, a secret agent from a picture, and like, and it he lays it out, and it sounds ridiculous. And he goes. I mean, I guess if she was mental or something. He says something. I don't know if it was mental, but he, it's to that. Yeah, I just I love the way scene. he said it. And I was like, because Connery is, oh man, what did I say? What was I just, he's the coolest, uh, unlike every other Bond. Oh, he's just so cool. I, yeah, I just wrote, oh God, he's so charming. Maybe because he, he's he, younger? He's, he's I don't cool. Know. He's charming. He's suave. Suave. Like you know, little... And you could be, be charming without being suave. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know, he's he's a badass too. Like God, he can like take a just the fighting is like I don't. No one's a bad. It, Daniel Craig is badass too, but I still yeah. prefer because but, I think there's something realistic about Connery, just like punching a Daniel, guy or Daniel Craig's badass is I'm gonna beat the hell out of you and then you know I'm gonna like parkour up some walls. Connery's badass is. Did you get that package? Good. I'm just going to assemble this fucking sniper rifle on the street, one-handed. People are, we're going to hell tonight, Ali. Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. that, that's like the coolest scene in the movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just like, just like chugging out a bottle of wine. He's like, all right, we're hanging out. Okay. Which is a little Daniel Craig-esque. Like, but, yeah. but he's not British either. And he's not trying yes. to be British. No. I think so. There's no posh. He's not posh. Yeah. He's just a cool man. He's so cool. You know, from in Scotland, we could be charming, suave, and a bit of a scumbag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's so good. Man, it's just making me, I'll never not fall, be in love with Sean Connery. Um, I'll just say that since I was in middle school. And it just, I, me and my husband were going over his IMDb and we said, what was your, what's your least favorite? What's your favorite? bad sean connery movie oh uh we are like we're gonna do that it's the avengers that's, that's nice I, th yeah. I think i thought about it because i was like highlander and i was like no league of extraordinary gentlemen no his is his is first night tom's is first night <laughs> okay first i can night? see that i can see that yep for sure uh but like but you know what here's the thing highlander i don't think that's a bad movie but so we, we yeah we, we thought about it we're like yeah maybe he may not hold up you totally, have to throw Highlander to the quickening in there instead. That's right. And then that's not as fun. Oh gosh, or the later. <laughs> I love that TV series too. So I actually do love awful. that TV series. Yeah. That, but but that talk about a franchise that needs a proper reboot. I know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we should touch it. <laughs> well, we shouldn't, but we will. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. It's like it's without the vampire. It's 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 immortality without a monster. Yes. It's yeah. Like, I, which swords? Is that funny? And I, 
I I think it's really interesting though, and I think uh, I think that show was super interesting. That because, show is amazing. Yeah, like I love that first one. You know, you got the Kurgan, you got uh, Christopher Lambert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just he's, I don't know why, but I love that creepy motherfucker so much. <laughs> um, I and we've got Sean Connery, which this is one of my favorites. My my best friend when I was a kid, we used to make this joke all the time. It's like, uh, my name is Ramirez. I'm not from Spain. I'm actually Egyptian. Please ignore the <laughs> Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> travels <laughs> i think avengers is my favorite of his bad movies because it's the only one that he actually gets to be scottish and wear a kilt that's true <laughs> i'm sure and he, you know you could do it ever. i don't know who wrote that movie but i was like i'm sure sean connery was like i have thoughts about my character <laughs> look i'm not getting in the bear costume okay <laughs> <laughs> sean connery does not do a teddy bear's picnic <laughs> Oh, I love that part. I'm actually excited to talk about that movie. Man. But Sean Connery in this movie is still chef's kiss. I have just so many, so many good notes. And we made we made Robert Shaw blonde because he looked too much like Sean Connery, do you think? Is that why he's blonde? Maybe. I, he might have been blonde in the book, to be honest. Okay. I think I actually, to be honest, and I have to double check this, I think he's an albino in the book. Ah fascinating and, yeah i listened to the book i'm like in june because i was like trying to like get a bunch of them <laughs> in before uh so i i don't and i've listened to a bunch since so i don't remember 100 percent. but i think he's an albino which is why he's pale and he's got blonde hair in this that's fascinating um because he got blonder i felt like robert shaw was getting blonder throughout the movie just bleaching and bleaching and <laughs> I just bleaching. kept going i was like he, he got blonder but anyway I'm, <laughs> i mean sean connery to me i was like this is uh yeah so we get our first quip in this movie Uh, oh i feel like there were a few we we get a couple of them but but like the first one and maybe i maybe this is just the first one i caught so if you got one that happened before let me know but so they the when he's helping uh ali karambe who's his friend from istanbul they have the assassination attempt there's the uh, the weird scene, it's not weird, but it's a strange scene where, strange and weird is the same <laughs> thing, I get it, uh, where the Romani clans are having like these two women uh, who both want to marry the chief's daughter. They've got to like fight to the death. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> and they just have to watch it happen. Right. So in the book, absolutely in the book. Oh, it is? Uh, okay. and what is, the big difference is, is that things get broken up, same deal with the, these killers. Robert Shaw's not hanging around. Yeah, the thieves. Uh, because they, they literally, the Russians are literally trying to kill this guy. Uh, James Bond does help out. He gets the uh, appreciation of the Romani tribe. But then the Romani, and he says that brother thing, and he says, can you ask him to, to let, let both women live? Hmm. And like here, it's just sort of like, ha-ha, I'll give him to you for a day and you decide. There, it's... I wish your friend wouldn't have asked that. I have to do what he says, but after this, please, please take him out of here. <laughs> like, because because what he asked was against their like their, you know cu- their, yeah yeah culture. That's be- crazy. Aww. So I thought that was cool. Like because here, like at the end of that scene, it's like yeah, sure. He just gets these two girls, and here's my question to you, Ginny: Does he fuck those two girls? I. I think so, but I think they're, but they're, they, were, I feel like they asked. I feel like they, would, they approached, they were so happy because he's Sean Connery and they were like, <laughs> but like these women were tearing each other apart to, apart right, to marry true. another man. Now it's like, well, 
I, did oh, they see I got, Sean Connery? Did they see him sitting watching in a distance? Had they I done was, it, like they would have been like, "Nope, I'm done. You can have him." They were very eager. I was like, I was very like ups- not upset. I was just like, "Oh my gosh, are you kidding me?" And then because um, they were like presented with these two ladies, and they seemed very excited. <laughs> I was like, right. "Well, he is a 1960s Sean Connery," but that was pretty crazy. The, the cat fighting was crazy because it seemed genuinely like. Um, I hate to call it a cat fight because it just seemed like they were, I don't know what the fight choreography was like, but they were like genuinely attacking each other. And I was yeah. like, this is rough. What are yeah, we yeah, doing? That was, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I was, that was, but that was like, yeah, but they don't, maybe they don't sleep together because they were just, they could have just rubbed his feet. Maybe, but I mean, he, they pretty much like, they're yours to do with as you want. And he's like, I have some ideas. And then you see them the next day when he's leaving and they've got these things from him. I'm just like, I, did he have sex with them? Because I don't know if I'm okay with that. Like, I, maybe he didn't though. Maybe he just like, um, he hadn't met Rome. Oh yeah, had he slept with? Uh, no, he no. had. Where was she? Yeah, like he had. He they had met out. her because yeah, she came. That she already came to his hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he insists on being put in the honeymoon suite. The Russians are bugging it. She comes in. That's how Shaw gets the pictures. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like she's literally asking for it. She jumps yes. in the oh, totally. naked, oh, right. and she's like, "I thought you were expecting me." <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know about this." And then he's just like, "Okay, we're, let's go." But I was like, "I yeah." So maybe they didn't. Maybe he was loyal. I hope. I mean, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I don't care if the man is loyal. This is 1960s James Bond. He's gonna Bond is gonna Bond. He's gonna cheat. He he didn't put a ring on Tatiana Romanoff's finger. As far as he's concerned, this is a mission. She wants to sleep with him. That's fine. He already doesn't trust that she's a Russian agent. It's more like I've given you these women to do with as you please. Like, I don't know. Like, can they can they say no to you? That I want to know. I want to know the terms of this. Uh, and you that, are a 1960 Sean Connery. You don't need to be taken. You know, don't. That, that you, I, I think he'd be offended. I think he would be like, I don't need the the handout. I think a right. Roger Moore would be different views. I was like, not my Sean Connery. <laughs> to a kill. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not playing that game. <laughs> Sorry, you said Roger Moore in a view. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't help it. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but I was no, like, I, I, that, that was pretty crazy. That whole scene, I was like, I was like, I, I think I was like, oh, watching belly dancing. Okay, we have some, you know, dialogue action, um, not action, but like, you know. And then I, my head popped up, and I was like, well, I just missed. I didn't miss anything. It's like, what are we? What are we? Catfight? Oh my what gosh, happened. <laughs> but so the, I love after this scene. So this leads up. I was setting the scene for the quip. So <laughs> they're going to kill the guy who tried to kill Karim twice. Yes. And they there's this and this is not in the book at all. There's this picture of a movie and I didn't write down what the movie was and I should have I thought I'd remember but I should know better. Um but it's a woman's mouth and the guy sends his kids cuz Karim's Karim Bey's whole thing is everyone who works for him is his kid. Mm. He's had he has like hundreds of kids. It's this whole vast deep organization. They're all his kids. So he sends two, and that's in the book. He sends two of his kids to ring the bell of spook this guy. And the window just happened, his window escape hatch just happens to be where the, the picture of the woman's mouth is. And they snipe him. And Bond goes, she should have kept her mouth shut. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I think that might be our first James Bond quip. <laughs> That's, that's very, yeah. 
was maybe you're right. Because I was like later towards the end, I think. But that, there's also like puns. Not necessarily like, you know, or like sassy comments, but not like a full on. (laughs) We come to know him. No, no, no. You're you're not getting any like uh, anything like Brosnan throughout or anything that Moore throughout. Not in this movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, and then we did get, we did get a second quip. And it comes at the end uh, when Cleb tries to kill him with her like knife shoe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And and she winds up getting killed and he says, Well, she's had her kicks. <laughs> I was like, that was my eye roll quip that I was like, oh right. I like, but you know what I thought was a badass quip was the old man callback that him and um Grant. Yes. Have. Yeah, like, they kept calling him old man, and and I was like, like I don't know, I mean, like maybe it was like to bring him down to demasculate him or something, and um, but then at the end, I mean, and Connery gets to do it. It's just like so effortless, not cheesy, yeah. just like a genuine, like you know, he was annoyed by it, so he was like, yeah, okay, old man, I, I love and that. I love that scene, and what I love about that scene is he he's all fucked because it's right after they have their like he he gets better of him but well i guess when we talk about grant we'll talk about that like that whole scene but but <laughs> he's fucked up and is he just he gets somebody fixes his tie and he looks like he's gonna make a quip right and he could like you know shouldn't touch other people's luggage or something like that right because the way he gets him is like having him open up a briefcase and shoot gas at him but he just and he looks at him real angry and he just goes you know, what is he? He just literally just says, "How's that, old man?" Like, it's like, no, he's pissed. Yeah, he was just angry. He was a little angry, and I was like, "No one gets to see." I mean, like a nineteen sixties. I was like, "This is." He's not super. Because uh, the Daniel Craig attitude that we don't like, we you get that grittiness later in two thousand and six. Yeah. We yeah, don't get that sure. in the sixties and the seventies, and you're supposed to be polished and uptight. So I was like, I like, I love seeing that. Oh, Connery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I love that. I absolutely love that. And again, it was just so like I was watching, expecting a quip, and it's like, nope, nope, nope. No. Oh, so um Yeah, so I think I think overall I, I enjoy we'll wrap up Bond and we'll get well, I'll shoot it to you for Tatiana. Overall, I I really like this Bond. I think he's suave. Uh, we're starting to see the sexism show, but that was expected. We knew that was gonna happen. Um again there's just something about sean connery in this role that is just magic to me and even when he's not being the best like because there are times when he's again like we talked about his vulnerability there are times where you could see he's scared you know he thinks shaw's gonna kill him yeah yeah he's tense he just like like it's a very unexpected i mean it's unexpected it's a little like you know uh, unplanned it's you know but he, it's just like you got you little gotta go go with the flow <laughs> you're not you're not you're not playing it totally cool it's just like a okay this is a crappy situation <laughs> right right that's it exactly uh but yeah so overall i like this uh this bond do you jenny of course of course so charming oh so charming uh yeah all right so i guess that that leads us to Tatiana Romanoff, our Bond girl, and any other Bond girls that you might want to throw in there. I just want to point out before I forget, we met we we met this James Bond. I almost forgot this with that girl Sylvia that you brought up. Oh. He's on a boat getting it on, <laughs> and then this movie ends with him on a gondola oh. in Venice getting it on. This is triple downing on the trope of Bond like sea sex. It's very uh, poetic. It's very important to the story. <laughs> <With> the boat. <laughs> 
And then when do we lose it? I ask. When do we lose the the? <laughs> I don't know. I, I you know what? Whoever they tap as the next Bond, I don't care what that movie's like. I want to see him having sex on a boat. Let's at the end, end it. Let's wrap it up. Make it on. <laughs> you know, he need he deserve he deserves it. I say. I I, I say. I I agree. If that's what the man's into, what who are we to kink shame? I know. Or or right. but I go Tatiana Rome Rom, uh, or Caroline. What's her? <laughs> oh, Caroline. Like what? Yeah, Sterling or something like that. Sterling, Such a forgettable name. <laughs> um, so uh, Tatiana, as you said, uh, uh, Russian uh, military and uh, intelligence. Um, it's kind of being. She's like a, a foil. Not a foil. She is like a pawn for Spectre's plan. No, or mm-hmm. um, uh, just she just she is just. There's no. She's not. I mean, they're just using her. It's, I mean, I don't know. In the book, I guess it's clear she's like still a pawn, but it's important. She's important to this. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, her expendability in the book is the same. Like, mm-hmm. the the Russian government was literally going to just cut her loose anyway. Anyway, like, yeah. So oh, like, it, it they don't treat her any better in the book than they do the movie, unfortunately. No, it was just kind of again. It was like it, it, I mean, when you get agency, like a character like Triple X in in a Roger Moore movie, or just later, uh, you know, at least she doesn't she doesn't stumble across Bond and then just gets fooled. She's she's, you know, there's a little bit of agency, but not totally. Um, and then she and then as soon as she meets Bond, it's fascinating. She's told, "Can you fall in love with this man?" I suppose is a way to seduce him. That's very weird. But then as soon as she meets him. I mean, there's no suspense. She just seems to be in love with him. There's no yeah. like, she's not a femme fatale, and I thought she would be. I think, I think I always thought that. I was like, well, she's obviously like a femme, like this sort of femme fatale agent, secret agent, like a like a pussy galore. And she's not like she's not a villainess. She's just like a, a like a like so innocent almost, and and like totally head over heels in love with him, and trying on nightgowns, yeah, <laughs> and loving the nightgown. And she looks great in the nightgowns. <laughs> Going to wear this in Germany and this in Europe. Like, I don't in know. Piccadilly, when we go to yeah. Piccadilly, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, well, "We're married. It's our honeymoon." And I'm like, "You're." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, you you keep bringing up Triple X, and I think that's a good point. Like, I think what I what would have made this work more for me is had she had that agency because that's pretty much the relationship between Triple X and James Bond is this relationship, right? I'm sensed to do something to mm-hmm. undermine you uh, or, or work with you, whatever we're enemies. I have a reason to not like you. I fall in love with you. And this is yeah. similar. Like she doesn't yeah. have a reason not to like them, but like we're enemies. I'm being sent to spy on you. Like I just, and I think that's where it falls apart for me with their relationship. It's like, again, as I said before, like at what point does it start being real? Yeah. It's so strange. And he certainly doesn't believe it ever. And he never asks her. Um, he like doesn't take it seriously from day one and then later you know he thinks of it like a like a mission and i think she obviously doesn't she obviously like kind of almost like hilariously is is totally in love with him and even when he's like demanding answers out of her and and she does know more kind of kind of she like he's trying to plug her for more answers and she kind of can't give him anything and she's just like no i love you and i'm gonna die anyway so like oh well and he's like all right useless and and like has to you know you know go off on his own um that's that's pretty interesting like crazy to me 
and you know, she's like, I don't know. She's like nothing remarkable. She's, I don't know. Like she's, she's not a fighter. I don't see her fighting. Yeah. I don't see her like being sort of clever. She has that really yeah. awesome neck thing that she wears. She's like a charming, like trying to seduce him initially. Um, but it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of just becomes the damsel in distress without yeah. necessarily the distress. Like, I, and I would say her, I was like, at first when it happened, her and Cleb, Cleb calls her in to do this mission and is, you know, kind of assessing her and get, you know, doing her background check of, you know, what, you know, her loyalty and then what, what they, they have, want to have her do. And I was like, oh, two women in an early Bond movie, like with names, it's like passing the Bechdel test or almost does. <laughs> I think we passed it because, um, you just you just can't be talking about a man is the Bechdel test. And I'm like, I'm not quite well, sure. Is they talk about lovers. Yeah. Is there conversation about James Bond about a man or about a mission? It's a, and I think, it's, yeah, it's about a mission. And they, if it's about a mission, it passes the Bechdel test. I know. I was like, I was just trying to catch the words about like when do, when we have periods like in the yeah. same time. <laughs> and then it's like, or it's a separate thought because I was like, but well, they are these like you know you know characters with like. Uh, I don't know, roles to play and, and that aren't just, you know, well, full love interest. But I was like, I, if, if we could have just swapped out that general in uh, The Spy Who Loved Me, you know, with like uh, people yeah. X, I think that would have been maybe, or I don't know. Um, I'm sure Octopussy, we get there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Octopussy still should have been the villain of that movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Octopussy, guys. Anyway. <laughs> so, so her, yeah, it's very interesting that character, like this, this, like this character. Not yeah, she's no, no, she's no Honey Rider to me. Yeah, like I think when we when we rank when we rank Bond girls, I don't think she'll be very high on my list. Mm -mm. But I don't dislike her in any way. I thought she was unlike a Mary Goodnight. She was like so cute. Yeah, and I thought she was just like, uh, just kind of like. <laughs> um yeah um just like like oh she wants to go to london so bad i was like oh she looks so cute i was like she looks <laughs> like she likes british i don't know she seemed to really like she maybe she wanted to get away from russia <laughs> she, she liked she was really into bond kind of what it said kind of what it felt like which i i kind of wish you know like so i i kind of wish the book would have ended with her like turning on him and not hurting him or anything or stealing the lector, but just like fleeing and getting mm, a new life. Then yeah. when she went to get to England, cause I told you like the, the lead up into this, like Dr. No is the next book and he gets his Walter PP. He, he gets his Beretta taken from him. And that all comes, like I said, I would talk about it here. That all comes because of what happens with Shaw and that has nothing to do with his gun. Hmm. That just happens that Shaw was a bit smarter than him. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess let's let's talk about the henchman. Let's talk about Robert Shaw because he, he's a big part of this. Mm, mm, yeah, uh, he's like I, the main I, villain. He, like that's the thing. I was going to ask you a question. Like, who's the villain of this movie? Is it him or is it Cleb? Because he he fulfills the henchman role, but there is no real villain. No, he has the dialogue. He has the scene with like Bond where they're actually, I don't know, like having a civilized conversation. Like, right. you know, before they have dinner. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's they like, they all yeah. have dinner. They ordered bottles of wine and they right. have dinner together. He's very charming. Is that Robert Shaw's voice? 
Like, I is, think so. Okay. I think so. I can't trust anybody because I feel like everyone's dubbed. But it, yeah. I, mean, like, I, I, I never know. So I could be 100% wrong. Why, why wouldn't you? Because he's a, he is a good actor. He's just like very British. And like he's a little like uh like i mean kind of like a he's just blonde so he's like a, a you know opposite version of bond like when he when he does the uh he takes over the identity of the other agent that Which, he's meeting i love that i think that scene shows robert shaw's how good of an actor is that yeah and we made fun of it when when uh cleb punches him with mm-hmm. the, the the brass knuckles but if you watch his face his body stays still and his face winces in pain. Yeah, yeah. And it was a very nice acting moment, like a t- nice touch. And then in that scene where he literally, because they have that whole thing where, which I love, I wrote the call sign down. Can I, uh, can I borrow a match? Uh-huh. I have a lighter. <laughs> Better still. <laughs> that is pretty. He is, he is, and it's almost like, I don't, I, um, like, why cast Robert Shaw? Because he's, uh, like a heavy he's like a big guy but he's an actor he's not like a care he's not like jaws that that right. act, you know who's a great actor too but like is clearly a really really tall and just like unique looking and and you put him in that position i don't know robert shaw's kind of he's taller i don't know we've got these big blue eyes uh i i think honestly is because it was it was so early in the franchise they were trying to keep as close to the book okay and so I think they were trying to find because he looks pretty much how he's described in the book. Mm-hmm. So I, I that's what I think it is. I think it's only after a certain point where it's like, okay, no matter what the book says, there has to be some sort of deformity, some form of, of, of you know disability, some form of <laughs> quirk, <laughs> quirk. Yeah, like like even in um, Casino Royale, right? Uh, when when he when he he. Uh, his tears are blood. Like that's not in the book. <laughs> no, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why? Why does that happen? <laughs> Why does he just gotta cry blood? Why does he have to have something wrong with him? Well, is every is every that. every villain in the James Bond universe just wants medical insurance? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so you, yeah. you have to pay the bills. This is where right. you, you're, you know, you're charged at the wazoo. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, he was so, yeah, it's so great. I genuinely thought he, again, I just don't, I don't, remember, I don't remember him being in this movie. I remember Cleb more than I right. remember Robert Shaw. So like him just kind of being very blonde and then like, you know, stalking and, and like hunting Bond and then having that train scene, I was like, wow. And then like, just, that train scene is so good. It's so good. And the fight scene's amazing. Wow. The fight scene, but I'll tell you what I love even more about that fight scene uh, before, uh, other than the fight scene was, so they, they go to dinner. <clears throat> Bond watches him drug. Yes, that was cool. That was super cool. Yeah, I like that. He picks up on it. I love that. Uh, and Bond like pulls the gun like, what'd you put in her? Mm-hmm. What'd you put? And, mm-hmm. and like he has him, but Shaw's so good. That he like pulls it back and is like, well, look, my my escape plan is only for one. <laughs> is it is it the lecture of the girl, Mister Bond? What do you mm-hmm. want? And Bond mm-hmm. he, he wins and he's like, look, let me show you the plan. Come come look at my come over here. Hey, Karen, the nice coats are in the back. <laughs> you know, like good fellas. Like come look at my map here, Bond. <laughs> and then he beats the hell out. Fight scene's great, and he gets equipped too because Bond is like, 
red wine with fish. Yeah. Known. And yeah. he says, you may know the right wine, Mr. Bond, but you're the one on your knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're good. They're really, I, man, man. If Pierce Brosnan has Sean Bean as his like equal, and then I don't really, I mean, I guess Daniel Craig's is a, uh, uh, Javier Bardem. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll take uh, that you know, one. like as a terms of, a, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Blofeld's great, but I was like, I don't know, Robert Shaw and like Sean Connery are like kind of. We don't talk about Robert Shaw as like a, as a, a sort of a villain. Yeah, I, I think it's because he like, even I'm like, uh, is he the villain or the henchman? Because he yeah. kind of does both, and I yeah. and I think maybe that's why he doesn't get enough kind of cachet about it because you don't know where to like you know Blofeld oh that's a villain you know like a lot of Bond villains are like pussy stroking villains you know and I'm talking about the cat people I'm talking about Blofeld's cat but he's not he's like a hands-on henchman he's a hired gun he's got no skin in the game Mm -hmm, except mm -hmm. the money no but he also has all of the really cool villain moments and yeah and honestly yeah, and the skill, like, he's, again, he's smarter than Bond. He's clever. Yeah, he's very clever. With, and this and movie's all spy. I mean, there's action. Yeah. And I guess, like, the same with Doctor No, there's not too much, like, like crazy action. But there's, yeah, like, and there's, they have the fight scene. But then it's, it's a lot of, like, just cat and mouse. Yeah, right. It's a lot of cat and mouse uh, between these two. And it's, it's, yeah, you've got your fight scenes, but it's a lot of, like, you know, covert stuff. We're sniping people, like. You know, it's not an overt action, which this is kind of why I love these early James Bond yeah. movies. I like action movies, but like I live in America, man. I can take a <laughs> quarter yeah. out of my pocket. I could throw it out the window and I can hit an action movie, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. And I'm like, I'd say if he if he if you count him as a henchman, he's in like the top five all all bought time bond henchmen for me i think mm. like i'd have to go back and really look at the list but he would have to be. he does so much if he's yeah. a villain he's definitely in the top 10 mm. i i'm just now i'm introduced to him so i'm like i'm definitely gotta like place him somewhere he's really cool <laughs> he is though he's awesome and i and maybe that's why he's not talking about because he's such an outlier yeah. um and then we had kleb who kleb by the way both frau farbissina Right was was based on her, <laughs> but also um, uh, Linda Hunt's character. And if looks could kill, is a hundred percent based on her. Right, I forgot. <laughs> oh man, um, I, I don't want to say I forget Linda Linda Hunt's an actress, but like, yeah, they're very like these. I don't know character actresses, right? <laughs> Why like, I kind of wish they did more with Cleb. We need more women, hen- some uh, henchwomen. Henchwomen. I agree. I agree. And they don't all have to be sex perverts like Zania on the top. <laughs> no, they don't. They can be. <laughs> this woman clearly worked worked really hard in uh, Russia. In her. <laughs> Look, she she worked her way up and then got the big promotion. She broke that glass ceiling and became the first woman to have a single digit inspector. Exactly. Exactly. Hashtag Club for President. Club for President. I I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a hench, hench woman, so she's top. I mean, I think, and she'll. Li- are we seeing more? I don't know. No, I mean, they killed her at the end of this one. Like she, like the I, you know, I like the I've end is her. kind of a blur. But like, I know. I don't think I go- she comes back. But has that has that seen actress anywhere? I've never seen that actress anywhere else. Have I? I don't know. 
I don't know. The actress might come back. Man. Okay. But it's just only this movie I've seen her in. Because I've seen only her scenes in this from this movie. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was all I've seen her from. Like, did she ever come back? No. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, and and this this movie also another thing Austin Powers kind of takes from it is uh, you know Bond this movie ends with Bond and Tatiana going back to their hotel room in England uh, and like it's Cleb oh. dressed as a, a maid. Oh. She, please go ahead, take it oh, away. No, she I mean, just just like st- I'm stalking them too, and she has the it, knife also in her shoe because that, that's a i mean there's gadgets because but i was like i don't know if you count that as a gadget but i always because I, I thought that was the stupidest thing in the world whenever i'd watch these movies and i remember that was like a that was just like a, a thing the weapon was like the shoe a knife in the shoe right. and i guess you you could kick somebody but it's a poison yeah which he says he's like it's we need faster acting poison so when you see that knife <laughs> knife shoe come out and it's coming for you you know of course, it's threatening because you get a little cut, and you know you get your Achilles cut, and you're dead. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but I, I actually love that. Like that's such a James Bond thing for me. Like, uh, and we get to see him do it to uh, the chess player. We get to see Cleb try mm-hmm. to kill uh, Bond that way. And I, I love that. Like, there's a moment where she sends Tatiana out. You don't know if Tatiana's going to come back. Yeah. You're not sure. And maybe this is why they played. Maybe this is why they don't tip their hat about like. If she, when she becomes really enamored with Bond to make this like, oh, maybe she never did. Mm, mm, but like, mm. as someone who's seen a lot of these movies. <laughs> we're not playing with those uh, roles and tropes. Right. We're not subverting expectations yet. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. But but nonetheless, I mean, even, even the small role she had, I thought Club was, was real fun in this. I loved her again. I miss her. <laughs> she worked so hard. She did. <laughs> Uh, and Ginny, did you notice that this is our first introduction to a Mr. Q? Yeah, baby, baby, baby. is that Desmond Llewellyn? Yeah, it's always Desmond Llewellyn. He's it's, so he's young. the only one who plays Q. He's he's a fucking child in this movie, and he's just like, okay, here, <laughs> right? <laughs> you should have just had like a twirly hat on and like suspenders, <laughs> like Willikers. Okay, Mr. Bond. Like, and if you remember when we were watching his later movies with uh, Pierce Brosnan, he's like, "Oh, 007, grow up! You're such a piece of shit, 007. 007, I wish your parents aborted you." Don't like he gets really. I'm, I'm making it up, but he, but he says some really nasty <laughs> things. He gets really exasperated. Uh, you know, if he wasn't so British, he would have said that. He's all the said. sass. He's so sassy. He's so sassy. But in this, he's just like. All right, well, uh, here we go. We got a briefcase, and uh, in this briefcase, and and I love like just how non plus or non descript these gadgets yeah. are. It's like it's, yeah. it's a briefcase with like some ammo Bond never uses, uh, a knife that comes in uh-huh. real handy. That's how we kill Shaw. <laughs> uh, some the, gun, the, some some gold. The gun. Yeah, the the gun, right? His that's how he gets his sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this whole thing where if you open it the wrong way, it shoots poison gas in your face. Poison gas. Um, uh, with the actual, it was like, it's all very efficient. It's not like elaborate. You're not in a lab. He's like, all right, come in here. Are your gadgets for this like particular mission. It's like compact. It's like, again, right. it just like, with like, it makes all the sense. And we didn't have gadgets in the last movie. So I think it's like a little, is that, that's not in the books? No, no. there are no, there are no gadgets in the book. Q, okay. Q and the gadgets are completely a thing for the, the movie. So, but it's like a little 
I don't know, practical, exciting. So I like the gadget stuff. Like I think it gets kind of crazy in some of the later installments, but like stuff like this, like, yeah, you're, you're going to need some, you're going to need some stuff. Like, yeah. hey, look, this is a briefcase. You might not need it, but it has some gold and a knife and a gun. <laughs> Figure it out, man. Here <laughs> <laughs> are your tools, and you know, but it's okay, I don't, don't know how shoot to yourself use... in the face with the gas. Is like right, kind of exactly. what he says. Open this way, and that way you're good. You know, whereas like in the later ones, it's like you know, a heat seeking. Uh, tr- like I don't know. We're working on like an explodable, ones. like a McDonald's. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you know, the credit cards are like knives, and all very. Phone, phone booths explode. Um, right. Yeah, things get crazy, but this is a nice chill cue branch. I really enjoyed it. Very chill. All right. Uh, anything from your notes that we missed that you want to revisit before I, we give our final... I was cackling. I cackled a few times. I definitely cackled when um, they're on the phone, Bond's on the phone with M, and what were they talking about? Where, I don't know, Bond just like drops... That him and M had an interesting experience in Tokyo uh, together. <laughs> M has to like yes. shut him up real quick, and I loved it. I thought that was great. And the follow up to that, where he sends sends Money Penny out, she goes down and she sits at her desk and she just turns on the intercom and she listens to the rest with the rest of them as if she was sitting there. And the best part is that M is like Money Penny, since I know you're listening, please take dictation. Like. <laughs> I love her so much. I love her so much. I love money. I always love money, Penny. We are this is all my favorite money, Penny. Though money, Penny. Oh yeah. Like I like I love how she fucks with James when she calls. Like we're like in the beginning when when he's like having boat sex in the beginning, and she's like, James, where are you? I, I'm looking over some old case files. And then the woman grabs the phone. She's like, those case files uh, seem kind of interesting, James. Oh where, yeah. Where, you're, he's been looking for you all day. Like. <laughs> Bond, or her, him and Bond, or her, him and Money Bunny are so good. I was like that actress again. What did I write? Um, uh, re- reviewing an old case. LOL. Hand smack. Um, uh, just like yeah, how he's so good with Money Penny, and just like oh, she's like I've never been to Istanbul, and he's like oh, you haven't, and he's like totally flirting with her. I'm like, oh. <laughs> actress, he has more chemistry with Money Penny than he does with like. Tatiana. <laughs> Actually, no, he does. He 100% he does. does, yeah. I'm sure she's a lovely person. Like, they're just, like, all wonderful people together, and, and Sean Connery's an awesome guy. I hope so. I'd like to believe that. <laughs> I hope so. Hand smack. Um, I just love that his girlfriend was, like, trying to reach for the phone to hang up, and he snacks her hand away. <laughs> it's a very loud no, smack. <laughs> actually, when she's, it's not even the phone. I, I did clock this. She's she's buttoned his shirt oh, right. and she's unbuttoning it. And that's why I'm not sure if I'm okay with it because he smacks her. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, you're not allowed to be just unbuttoning the buttons of my shirt. That's kind of forward. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, we, when I, it is, in, it is consensual when we, it's a mutually consensual. Right. He's like, I'm leaving. Right. <laughs> We're done. Because consent isn't just you say yes. Exactly. I also have to say yes. <laughs> And that's what we're talking about. This is my now. I get this is it's not gonna. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna keep going this way. But I was like, I like to think that this bond. I'll have head cannons. Um, yeah, every day. Do you it. know? 
but I, I actually do like that uh, that she's so aggressive, and that I actually did want to come back to that because she she's not letting him go. She wants the D, my friend. Oh, totally. She, she's like, look, last time you told me you'd be back for business, you went away to Jamaica. That's the first time I've seen you in months. I am fucking horny. Oh yeah. You tell your boss that you're gonna be an hour to an hour and a half late. We're getting shit done. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? she come I, back? She's, she no, come back? she's not in the book either. She's just I guess she's just one of the many consensual partners Bond has. Is she British or American? I don't I don't know. I, know. I don't know. I didn't, she was I didn't kind of cute. <laughs> she was very, very aggressive. Um that was so that's so funny. What anything else I have to say? No, just how much I love Sean Connery. Yeah, man. I was like, I said, I don't know, is one of Bond's trademarks a butt smack and like yeah. his hat? Is that the Sean Connery's, you know? <laughs> That's a Connery. You go this and that. I know we'll there's more butt smacks later, but. Um, oh, yeah. it gets worse. Like, again, we look. Like, I, I know, I know, I remember it. Up. It gets worse. That's crazy. This movie not that bad, not that bad. No, 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 not not as rapey as you. Would not think. As, no, I'm because we're nowhere. Now that you keep saying that, I was like, now I remember. <laughs> yeah, and nothing will ever be as bad as Marnie. Don't if you want to like a fake Bond headcanon, don't watch Marnie, everybody, because that is like none of that that's is cool. No, none of that is dis- good. That's a disturbing movie. I've that's seen crazy. that movie a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I I actually want to talk about Bond when he escapes the train, and all of a sudden he's in North by Northwest with that <laughs> helicopter <laughs> and he shoots down. Right, <laughs> you, need, you need action. We need without this movie just, just coasting off of North by Northwest. It just so like the scene where he's running and the hot the cop the copters coming after like. All right, someone just saw North by Northwest before. It's cool. It's a great movie. It's a movie you should be aping, but you just saw North by Northwest. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I guess that's it for me. I guess that that's I talked about. Uh, I talked about most of what I wanted to hit. Uh, anything else for you, Ginny? No, I like this movie though. I I dig it. It's a it's yeah. a little more simple, kind of. Yeah. It's, you know, it's but again, it, yeah, like I, elements of like a, the spy who loved me, and then I don't know. I, I mean, I'd rather watch Doctor No, but yeah, you know. I see. That's funny. I'd rather watch this than Doctor No. Interesting. Okay, even vibes. I'm, like put it on mute and have vibes in the background. Oh no, no! If I were doing that, <laughs> I'd do Doctor No. That's a bit different. This is a movie you got to pay attention to. Yeah. I think that's that's in Doctor No. You could just like, hey, hey it's Doctor No. <laughs> uh, but there's no, there is no in this. I, I guess the only thing I would say in this is, hey, it's the Romani fight, but it's not not actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. So <laughs> you go Robert Shaw, Robert Shaw. Everyone are watching, I, watching I Robert Shaw. <laughs> I could, uh, but but I could also just then put Jaws on mute <laughs> and just, just watch watch the beard and the hat. Uh, but yeah, I would say overall this is a hundred percent a successful mission uh, in the James Bond canon. I thought uh, for a second outing, I thought it was fantastic. I thought they they tried to do some different things enough without going away from what makes the movies feel like Bond. Mm-hmm. Which when you, I guess it's easier because it's based on books. But yeah, you get sequels sometimes where it's like, did, did you guys see the first movie? 
mm-hmm. you know. But this wasn't that. The character pre- felt similar. I, I enjoyed Robert Shaw a lot. I enjoyed a lot of the new tropes that we were going to get. Bond fucking on boats, the Q branch, the 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 cold in the cold opening, um, and yeah, I, I think you know it's uh, not one of my favorites of Sean, the Sean Connery run, but definitely one of my favorites overall. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think I think I like the little step ups about action, the a sort of a specific henchman um, or henchmen's plural, you know, um, yeah. just yeah bond picking up his own little traits and then there's like the style so like we have a perfect cold opening like an exciting cold opening it should like leave you a little suspense you know hanging in suspense uh opening song not quite an opening song i guess but an opening like you know credits and then our action you know our standard you know status quo of bond movies so i don't yeah i yeah it's it's of course it's successful um that's classic. There's again, I've said it before. I just think it's a little. It's very classy. Yeah, very I agree. Classy. There is class to it for sure. All right, so that's two. Uh, two except for the Romani fight. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's, not, that that's not that classy. That's classy. That's not that classy. But I can overlook it. Look, it's in the book. Different times. I'm not here to. If this look, if I saw a movie today saying look at these gypsies fight i'd have a problem with it even if it was the yeah. same scene because it's like uh, yeah you see you're kind of promoting stereotypes that are not fair because every race has stereotypes whatever right i'm not going to give a lecture here but this is the 1960s this is based on a book from the 1950s i mean look if you're looking at it through the lens of things this is downright like um you know, uh, groundbreaking in the sense that they had gypsy characters. I mean, it, it was a different time, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame it for not having modern day morality. But that's not my favorite scene. But everything outside of that scene, I think, is really good. Yeah, again, it's just like that. Just, uh, just yeah, just some. It's very yeah. That's it's so. I probably should be reading the stories more. But I was like, yeah, I'm again. Now I have to figure out how we what we what we do next in like the timeline, like what. What's next? <laughs> What's well, next? I mean, next for us is going to be Goldfinger. Is it? Wow. Yeah, that is our next movie, Goldfinger. We're like, Goldfinger's number three. And Goldfinger, it, like, I think defines the franchise. Yeah, we jump into <clears throat> it, though. Okay, so this, yeah. that's, okay. So what we have left, just so you know, Jenny, let me see if I have my box here. Okay. Just so you know, here's what we have left. We have Goldfinger, which... Look, I'm going to say right now, there's a rape scene in that. Don't care. Still my favorite Bond movie. I'm not cool with that scene, but it, it is what it is. It, it, I like that movie. Uh, Thunderball, which I don't remember anything about. Nothing. Nope. You Only Live Twice, which has possibly the most racism in a Bond movie I've seen. Uh, still don't hate it, but it's not good. Like the racism stuff. <laughs> On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which I think is a forgotten masterpiece because yeah. everyone hates that actor. Uh, and then Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in Bonka, and then Connery comes back. Yeah. Connery, it, that's the weird thing. It's like we have one without Connery and then Connery comes back. And then the next time we see him, which we're going to do this movie, is in uh, Never Say Never Again, which is like the weird, unofficial, mm. out of franchise remake of Thunderball with. I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. 
uh, or or Kim, maybe it's Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. I get the two confused because they were both. I used to think she Batman was in a view movies. from a kill, but she's not. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, that was like great time period. It was a lot of blondes in uh, Michael Keaton movies. It, it, that's right. <laughs> it was a great time for America, um, I say. Uh, Michael Keaton uh, was in everyone's television and he had a blonde on his side. It was a great <laughs> year for America, 1980s. Both Wimby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I pulled that diamond joke with me from The Simpsons. <laughs> um, but yeah, so join us next week for uh, Goldfinger, uh, one of the most definitive movies of the franchise. I think we're both going to have a good time talking that. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Eddie showed back up for that one. <laughs> Come on. Come on, everyone. Uh, but yeah, uh, but for sure. But so please join us next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining uh, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the Double O Deep Dive uh, Facebook group. Uh, we are under the Pop Culture Pros uh, moniker, so you can subscribe to that. Subscribe to the Pop Culture Pros. Subscribe to everything Pop Culture Pros. We have a lot to offer. No matter what it is you are interested in, let's say you really like Star Wars. Well, Shooting the Sith, that we got that here on Pop Culture Pros. A whole show dedicated to not just the movies of Star Wars, not just the shows of Star Wars, but to the Star Wars culture and subculture, tattoos, all this amazing stuff. A uh, good friend of the show, Tim, who uh, I'll throw that out there, has said good evening to us way before, but we were in our meeting. Uh, he hosts that, so go check that out. Uh, if you are interested in... Uh, comic book stuff maybe you like comic book stuff you know who does comic book stuff on pop culture pros well a guy named eddie and myself who does granny's peach tea where we cover uh what are we, what are we covering this week because last week we covered i believe we did super pets last week uh <laughs> did you like it no Ginny, i despise that movie uh i thought it was a soulless cash grab that made me feel dirty from watching it uh but that's just me eddie kind of liked it and tim came on and tim really liked it so, uh, you know, I'm just a jaded prick. Don't listen to me. <laughs> uh, but I, but next week we are doing, uh, we were going to be doing, we had a change of schedule. So we were going to be doing uh, The Incredible Hulk leading up for The Hulk and two episodes of Harley Quinn. But we decided to go full tilt and do all 10 episodes of Sandman. Oh, I, yeah, so just, I have to watch it. I'm five episodes in, six episodes in. They nailed the character that was most important for me to nail by 90%, and I'm okay with that. Okay. I, I, only read, know one... I, I never read it. I just, I think everyone tells me I should read it, and I'm like, I, I I've never read it myself, but I did read the offshoot in the 90s, Death, because Death was a little, Death, Death was a goth girl who wore all black, had an ink chain, uh, and wore a top hat, and that was exactly my type when I was in high school and <laughs> college. So I read the hell out of that. I liked what they did with Death. So this, you know, okay, cool. uh, we're gonna see how it's going. But yeah, join us for Sandman for Harley Quinn. Uh, the next couple episodes of season three. Have you, have you watched the Harley Quinn show, uh, Ginny? Yeah, I'm, I'm rewatching it with Tom because Tom has to catch up. I because and I now I'm really angry because Tom now I have to wait for Tom to watch season three. I love Harley. I love that show. Oh, That's perfect. It's, that it's humor so is like. Mm. If you once you catch up, if you want to come on uh, Granny's and talk I, some Harley, oh we're doing it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so Granny's Peach usually we go on Wednesdays at eight thirty. This week, I believe we're going on Saturday at one uh, because uh, 
you know, Ed, Ed's a gameaholic, man. Ed, that's why he's not on this show. He's, he's out slaving to games, uh, slaving to games to host his other podcast, Yankees Baseball, Empire 161, where him and Lisa Garcia cover everything Yankee baseball from start to finish, from pin to stripe, from uh, home base to back to home base. That's how that game works, right? Uh, you know, so if you you want to listen to that, we got the Yankee baseball. If you want to listen to Mets baseball, if you are if you play for the other team, as they say, uh, you can listen to Put It in the Books with boss man Steve Faraci, head of the, the PCP uh, network, uh, comes in, covers all those games. If you're into wrestling, we got the Just Too Sweet show with Tim and Eric. Eric, who also popped by to say hello and listen to us. Great to see you. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, but So they do the Just Too Sweet show, Tim and Eric, uh, where they cover all the wrestling stuff. I know there's crazy stuff going on in wrestling. There's Vince McMahon drama. There's Stephanie McMahon drama. I don't know. I haven't watched wrestling. There's Tatanka drama. I don't know. I'm pulling out <laughs> 90s stuff at this point. That's what I last saw. But they're, they're up to date. Don't listen to me. Go go tune into them if you're into that. I know nothing. They know everything. Listen to them. Uh, Just Too Sweet Show. Uh, if you are interested in uh, Disney Parks, uh, then you got Ashley on, on the, the podcast, uh, Skyline Reviews, where her and, and a varying guests will talk about the disney parks themselves they talk about where to get alcohol when you're there the best rides uh i need to go back to see if they covered mr toe's wild ride because it's one of my favorite old school rides and i i did get to ride it recently when i was in la and i want to know what their thoughts on it is i think i might reach out maybe, maybe i'll maybe i'll ask if i come on that show and just talk about that show that that ride <laughs> <laughs> um, or you could join uh, one of the newest pop culture uh, pro shows to join the network. Am I on the air with Don? Uh, Don covered for me when I was out on uh, my own little vacation uh, for Granny's PhD. He covers similar stuff to us. He'll cover uh, some pop culture when it comes to uh, comic books and the such. But he also covers other movies, other pop culture bits. He covers he, he covers just a fraction of what we, we do and then so much more outside of our purview. So listen to him for, uh, you know, more stuff on that. But let's say, let's say you don't like any of that. Let's say you go and Jason, I hate everything. I want just eclectic things, nothing too zoned in. I need everything A to Z. Well, we have a show like that, my friends, hosted by Eric and Tim. Is the A to Z show, and I'm going to need to explain this one, Ginny. But I think you might be a bit. Of, you might. You, I might break the streak here, okay. where they cover everything between Aston Martin to zoologist, and Z is for zoologist because the person James Bond was named after was a friend of Ian Fleming's, who was in fact a professional zoologist. And you know. <laughs> They're just it's synonymous with with animal um, <laughs> scientists, you know. Yes, it is synonymous with animal scientists. But so there was a, there was some deep trivia there, Ginny. I gave deep trivia with the A to Z. Connected. It's good. You're doing great. You're doing great. Right, why do I feel that's disingenuous? <laughs> right, well, anyway, thank you so much, Judy, for joining us, uh, for, for joining me. Uh, everyone, thanks for joining us. And uh, I will say good night. Good night, Ginny. Good night. Good night, Ginny. <laughs>